Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's December 19th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First up, we travel to Germany, where I've got three puzzle pieces of intel about energy. And we're going to see if there is a big picture trend in those puzzle pieces that you would brief to the president. Second, we head to the Central African Republic, where the Russians are claiming that the French tried to kill one of their officials with a letter bomb. We'll talk about how it might be connected to the war in Ukraine. Third, we head back to America for a brief on immigration. There's a national disaster shaping up for Wednesday of this week, all on our southern border. I'll explain why. Finally, we land in Tennessee and Indiana, where researchers have discovered that people vaccinated against COVID are up to three times more likely to get infected with COVID. Oh, (laughs) that seems bad. Later, we close out the podcast with a listener question about how things are going with COVID in China now that they've decided to abandon their zero COVID policies and just let her rip. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Folks, it's time to put on your CIA spy hat because this morning we've got three pieces of intel that when you put them together, I think it makes for a pretty important update that you would want to brief the president on. And it has to do with the natural gas wars, which, as PDB listeners know, is our focus on Europe's desperate search for new sources of natural gas, all because they've cut themselves off from Russian natural gas after Moscow invaded Ukraine. And we're focused so intently on this because it directly impacts American consumers like you. As listeners know, when we send Europe our natural gas, and that means we have less here at home, it pushes up our utility bills. And when their economies are suffering, well, their consumers buy fewer of our products. That impacts our factories and workers in our communities. All right, with that, let's get to our three pieces of intel. Let's see if you can spot the pattern and what it ultimately means. First, Germany opened up its very first floating liquefied natural gas terminal over the weekend. The country can now take ships from all around the world to transport liquefied natural gas, or LNG, rather than relying solely on natural gas pipelines. And that's good, because the two main Russian pipelines that they used to use, Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2, well, those were either shut down because Russia invaded Ukraine, or they were blown up in very mysterious circumstances. At any rate, this new floating terminal will have a very specially equipped ship, 
called a floating storage and regasification unit. And that special ship is able to take LNG, store it, turn it back into gas, and then pump it into Germany's domestic pipelines. Now, Germany already has one of these special ships. In fact, it's full of gas from Nigeria. It should supply 50,000 homes for a year. And in more good news for the German people, more of these terminals and special ships are slated to come online over the next couple of months. So we've got five terminals in all, which should be able to process about 35% of Germany's total natural gas needs. That, by the way, is all according to their economy ministry. But we have a problem. Germany has, in fact, built these new LNG platforms, but the country doesn't actually want to sign any long-term contracts for natural gas. That's because environmentalists who dominate Germany's government think that natural gas is bad for the climate, and they don't want to sign any long-term contracts. They just want to buy a little bit and then spend lots of money on solar and wind. So that means that Germany will now be on the hunt for short-term contracts in what's called the spot market, where rates are a lot higher than if you lock in a long-term contract. And that means that the German people and industries will be paying a lot more for their electricity and heating fuel than they otherwise should be. All right, that wraps up Intel clue number one. We now look at Intel clue number two. Over the weekend, reports out from the German government confirmed that it's not just natural gas that they're buying. They're buying a whole bunch of coal, too. According to the German Statistics Office of Destatus, coal power generation in Germany increased 13% year over year from July of September of this year. In all, we're talking about about a third of Germany's energy supply is now created by coal-fired power plants. But that's kind of curious, isn't it? Because I thought that Germany and those climate folks really only wanted solar and wind. In fact, they've been developing that for decades. So what happened to all that solar and wind power that should be online? Well, according to that same German statistics office, there was a wind drought during this period of time. The wind did not blow much or hard enough. And the same was true for solar generation. The sun didn't come out as much as it should have. All right, that takes us to our third and final piece of intel that when you take all these together, lead, I think, to a pretty important brief for the president. Now, this piece of intel is actually a piece of history. So back in 1991, the German government passed a law called the Electricity Feed-In Act. It was a requirement that energy utilities had to buy solar and wind power at a guaranteed price. It was a scheme designed to force the adoption of then very expensive solar and wind energy. And it worked. They started developing a pretty substantial capacity for both. Well, the law was later updated in the year 2000 and again in 2010. That latter one, massive investment, whole of government effort. In other words, the German government has been at the forefront of solar and wind power since 1991. For over 30 years, they've had government-wide schemes to subsidize and build out the entire sector. That's longer than virtually anybody else on the planet. So what are we to make of these three pieces of intel this morning? First, the Germans are buying more natural gas. Second, they're buying and using more coal. And third, they're doing this after having spent 30 years of developing solar and wind power, neither of which have been working much lately. Hmm. All right. So what is the big picture analysis here that you would want the president to consider? I mean, first, we could certainly talk about our relationship with Germany, what it means for them, our most important trade partner in Europe. But really, second, what does this mean for us? 
Because remember, Joe Biden and his Democrat Congress just passed a $280 billion climate change bill in August, which subsidizes solar and wind power, much like the Germans did 30 years ago. Well, as you think about how you would answer that, let me offer my analysis and opinion. Do you remember when we were kids and we tried getting away with something by saying, well, all my friends are doing it. And then our parents would say, well, if your friends jumped off a building, would you do it too, you dummy? It was a question designed to snap us out of being silly. It was a rhetorical question designed for us as kids to see the foolishness of just following along without using our own reason, logic, and discernment. And that, folks, is where I think America is at with this dirty green revolution of solar and wind power. We're watching our friends in Germany take a jump off of an otherwise solid building, a building made with reliable energy like natural gas. And they're jumping into a mirage of solar and wind that after 30 years of trying, it's just failed them. And that's why they're buying more natural gas and coal. Incredibly, Germany still plans on building more solar and wind. They're just going to jump off the building again. So what then is the message for us, for our president? So you put aside that Joe Biden is in the White House. Would a sensible, logical, reasonable president jump off the roof with our German friends, knowing that the Germans have tried doing this for 30 years, but they failed? No. No smart president would jump off the building with the Germans. That's my view anyway. But as ever, I will let you decide what you think. All right, folks, let's leave our poor friends in Germany this morning and fly south across the Mediterranean Sea over the Sahara Desert to the savanna-covered country of Central African Republic, or CAR, or C-A-R, as it is sometimes known. Now, not many people talk about or even know of this former French landlocked colony. Maybe you've heard of the crazy dictator there named Emperor Bokassa, who back in the 1960s and 70s crowned himself as emperor. Anyway, the French have long ruled that country, either officially or unofficially. But recently, the Russians have made a play for that piece of real estate, largely because of the rich deposits of uranium, oil, diamonds, and cobalt. In fact, since 2018, the Russians have sent in hundreds of paramilitary officers from their mercenary Wagner group, all to back the president of CAR against rebels advancing against the capital. And that takes us to this latest news, with a likely connection to the war in Ukraine, actually. One note of caution. This story is a bit bloody and violent, so little ears might need to be shielded for the rest of this one. Now that little ears are shielded, on Friday... The head of Russia's cultural center in the capital city was terribly wounded by a bomb that exploded in a package that he had received. He was apparently suspicious of the parcel, but he opened it up anyway because he feared that it would contain the head of his son. And here's why. On November 11th, this Russian official received a letter with a picture inside of it. The picture was of his young son, who actually lived in France. There was a note inside that said, quote, The next letter you will receive, well, will be your son's head, end quote, specifically saying that if the Russians did not leave the Central African Republic, his young boy would be dead. Well, of course, the Russians did not leave the Central African Republic. And then, late last week, the official got a head-sized package. 
and he was distraught. So he took the package home and he opened the letter on the outside. And it said, quote, this is from all the people of France. Get out of Africa, end quote. Then he opened up the package and it exploded. The French are denying that they sent this package, calling the Russian allegation of such propaganda and fanciful imagination. So I highlight this story for you because I suspect that these types of low-grade attacks, either by the Russians or by Western powers like France, this sort of stuff is probably going to tick up in the months ahead as a result of the war in Ukraine. Sort of a global spy versus spy game to make each other feel pain especially in places like the Central African Republic, where it's pretty hard to prove one way or the other who did what. And that's why I will keep my eye out for this kind of stuff, even in and especially in the heart of Africa. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers and the Apple platforms, no ads for you. For everybody else, not to worry. We'll be back shortly. And when we do, I've got two more critical pieces of news for you. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. PureTalk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 
At factormeals.com slash PDB50, you get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning. First, we leave the heart of Africa and fly across the Atlantic Ocean for the next two briefs, both back in the good old United States of America. So the first brief involves, unfortunately, all 50 states this morning. As of this Wednesday, America's southern border will face a record crush of illegal migrants. That's the overall assessment of Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security and Border Patrol officials laid out in documents leaked late last week and over the weekend. And that's because on Wednesday, the rule known as Title 42 will come to an end. So up until now, that Trump era rule forced illegal migrants to be ejected back into Mexico quickly, regardless of their often false claims of asylum. A judge has ruled that this law, this Title 42, is unlawful and must end starting Wednesday. So the exact numbers of illegals intending to bum rush the border starting Wednesday, not really clear, but U.S. government estimates range from thousands to 10,000 a day. By the way, that last estimate of 10,000 or more a day came from El Paso's Democrat mayor, Oscar Leeser, who said that he was told as much when speaking with federal officials last week. So where will all of these illegals end up? Well, yes, is the answer everywhere. And there are cities this morning trying to get ahead of that national crisis. El Paso, Texas, as you would expect, they declared a state of emergency over the weekend, in fact, on Saturday, as the previous illegals who had arrived were flooding the streets, staying in the airport, in homeless shelters. Also over the weekend, the Democrat mayor of Denver, Colorado, a fellow named Michael Hancock, declared a state of emergency there, too. He said that his city was already at a, quote, breaking point, end quote, from all the illegals announcing that he would hire new city assistants to deal with all the migrants. So if you're interested, you'll get 25 bucks an hour plus benefits. Now, these two new emergency declarations in El Paso and Denver come on top of other declarations about these illegal migrants from cities like Yuma, Arizona, Washington, D.C., New York City, the entire state of Illinois. All of those mayors and governors of those cities and towns have declared an emergency from the staggering number of illegal migrants already there. Say nothing of what's to come later this week. So folks, be prepared to see those headlines and those many illegal migrants all over the country to include your local communities starting on Wednesday. And if I may offer a simple piece of analysis here, this disaster is by design. This is not an accident anymore. Joe Biden and his administration could have adopted stronger policies long ago or retained those from the Trump years, but they haven't. They've tried recently in the last couple of weeks to maybe scramble to do something, but they haven't and they didn't. And that was by design. This is a crisis that is a part of some sort of desired outcome. What that is, I don't know, but it's outrageous. And here we go, ready or not. With that, let's pivot to our final brief of the morning, traveling to the states of Indiana and Tennessee. It's there that we have researchers who put out one of the most remarkable studies that I have ever seen talking about COVID and the vaccines. So here's what we know based on a study released last Wednesday in the American Journal of Public Health. 
Researchers at Vanderbilt University Medical Center and Indiana University School of Medicine wanted to know which was better, vaccine-induced immunity from COVID or natural immunity from COVID. Now, to define that last part, natural immunity, well, it's what happens largely after you get sick with COVID or other viruses. So after you recover, your immune system sets up a recognition process of sorts with things like B cells and T cells in your bone marrow. And when COVID comes back to reinfect you, well, that recognition process in your immune system says, hey, we're being attacked by COVID again. You have to send out the B cells and the T cells. They know how to get them. Go. So, so that's natural immunity, or at least Brian's version of it. And researchers wanted to compare that normal immune response or immunity to what's induced or created by the COVID vaccines to see which one's better. Well, here's what they found. And folks, my goodness, really listen to this. People who were vaccinated were two to three times more likely to get infected with COVID as compared to those who were unvaccinated. Yes, you heard me right. This study shows that if you get vaccinated, no matter if you've been infected or not before, getting vaccinated means that you are two to three times more likely to get COVID as compared to someone who's never been vaccinated but been previously infected. So let me read this directly from the study. And what a sentence this is. Quote, interestingly, Natural immunity appears more effective in preventing new infections than vaccine-induced immunity, end quote. So did you hear that word they said? Interestingly, interesting. That's what they're calling it. Well, more on that in a second. By the way, if you're wondering about the quality of this study, consider the two very reputable medical systems were involved, Vanderbilt and Indiana, plus their data set, 267,847 pairs of individuals. Folks, this was a monster study. And yes, if you're wondering, they also considered whether folks used masks or socially distanced or used lots of hand sanitizer and such. But none of those, shall we say, mitigation efforts mattered. The people who got vaccinated got infected at two to three times the rate as the non-vaccinated now, the study went on to find that vaccinated people didn't die or weren't hospitalized at a greater rate than those without vaccination. In fact, they're claiming the opposite, that the unvaccinated died at modestly greater rates, but not from COVID-related issues, rather, but from all causes, from bacterial infections to cancers and so forth. And that's worthy of exploring. Got it. But this study begs a couple of very important questions that the authors just sort of gloss over calling them interesting. First, we need to ask, is natural immunity just better at stopping future infections? And if so, what does that say about these vaccines? Or if that's not true, that natural immunity is not better, then it would suggest that the vaccines aren't just ineffective, but there's something about the vaccines that, my God, injured the immune system in some people. In other words, it's not that natural immunity is somehow better, but rather that the vaccines have caused the immune system to malfunction in such a way that some people are actually more apt to get infected. Now, to be clear, I'm not qualified to speak on this in any depth, but folks, if I were you, I would certainly flag this for your doctor or those medical professionals that you trust. Have a conversation with them about this study. It's available on the American Journal of Public Health's website. It, the study is entitled SARS-CoV-2 Infection 
hospitalization and death in vaccinated and infected individuals by age groups in Indiana, 2021 to 2022. I know it's a long one, but there you go. Folks, if I could offer one final takeaway or analysis and opinion, I'd like to offer this. Isn't it incredible that when these shots first came out, Dr. Tony Fauci and Pfizer and other fancy people in public health told us that the science was very clear. These COVID shots prevented all infections. And now, not only do we know that that's not true, as it turns out, people who get the shots are actually more likely to get infected with COVID than those who don't get the shots. And we've been mandating this stuff, including for our military. I, what an absolute disaster for public health. I, I, I can't think of another vaccine, therapeutic or sterilizing, that leaves a person more prone to get sick than if they didn't get the vaccine at all. That's just incredible to me. Outrageous. So where does this take us? Truly, I don't know. Congress is going to investigate Fauci and others in the NIH and the CDC starting in January. The governor of Florida has designed this new group of, of practitioners who also have some concerns about all of this. They're going to be digging into it. So all told, we shall see. But I promise you, I will keep an eye on this no matter what. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Some of you have written in asking about how things are going with China now that they've abandoned their zero COVID policies. In other words, communist officials are saying no longer will they lock down entire cities over just one or two cases of COVID. It's time to just let her rip through the population and let natural immunity build up. And that's because most Chinese folks have not been vaccinated and they do not want to be. Apparently, they do not trust their vaccines. Well, here's the latest out of China. There are so many cases this morning of COVID that the Chinese government has stopped counting them. 
but indicators are that it is absolutely tearing through the country. The British newspaper, the Sunday Times, is reporting up to 70% of people in Beijing have caught it this month alone. Another estimate based on internet search data actually showed that as many as 900,000 people were infected over just the past three days. This probably explains why a lot of streets and restaurants are pretty much empty in Beijing. Meanwhile, over-the-counter treatments like ibuprofen or cough suppressants are sold out. In fact, so many folks are down with the bug that Beijing authorities are asking if, if anybody in the very specific district of the Cheong district is not sick, could they please be delivery drivers for those who are sick? That's according to a notice put out by the Business District Affairs Bureau over the weekend. By the way, the Times newspaper reached out to an American professor for comment about what's happening in China. It was a fellow at Yale School of Public Health, and he replied that Beijing should consider various measures to flatten the curve, like limiting how many people can gather at one time in one place. So does that scheme, does that idea sound familiar? Flatten the curve? Because I think we probably all remember American public health officials talking about the same thing. And if you ask me, that American public health official has learned absolutely nothing over the past couple of years. We tried to flatten the curve. All we did was flatten the economy. We also flattened the lives of our school children. And it kept us from seeing our loved ones in hospitals and retirement homes with many folks dying alone. So my dear friends, given that the flatten the curve talk is apparently still popular with our public health community, we're going to have to watch this and them like hawks. Because if left to their own devices, they will do it all over again. Just ask that Mr. Fancy Pants at Yale. He will be happy to lock you all up again, no matter how wrong he was the first time around. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. 
Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.